This program is sponsored by FlatFeeForMeds.com. My wife and I are nearing retirement, and the prescriptions are starting to add up. Now I get my meds for one small monthly pharmacy fee and have enough money left over for Friday night date night with the missus. 90% of all prescriptions are covered. Check for yours at flatfeeformeds.com. Check it out if you want to save money on your prescriptions, flatfeeformeds.com. Once again, flatfeeformeds.com and save money on your prescriptions. He's out there operating without any decent restraint, totally beyond the pain of any acceptable human conduct. Charging a man with murder in this place was like handing out speeding tickets at the Indy 500. Welcome to another riveting edition of Speaking Out America. I'm Jim Watkins. It's good to be here. A lot to cover. It is going to be an interesting hour of uh, stuff going on today. Uh, we're going to play a lot of sound bites today. What's trending on social? We're going to talk with Cam Edwards. He's going to come along. Federal government is up to more shenanigans on trying to take our guns away. Ridiculous stuff going on. And what else do we got? Oh, uh, just a, a plethora of things that should alert you, like dog whistles, your ears go up, and, and you scratch your head and you think, how can people possibly think this way? This should be the name of this episode. How is it possible that people think this way? And we're going to go through a whole plethora of stuff. Like I said, we've got all kinds of, you know who the hero I think is this week? You, you probably have seen him if you're on social media. His name is Matt, and he's an Asian fellow. Uh, and he does these really good commentaries. You see him on Instagram. Anyway, he's gotten so famous that he was actually allowed in the inner barricades in Iowa the other night. And he was literally steps away from uh, uh, from Trump. And he got a grand welcome. I mean, this guy's really catching on. And he was at this event in Iowa. And it was right after or right before Trump gave his victory speech. And here's here's this Matt attack. Uh, I think it's Matt attack 009 or something like that. This guy's just an average guy. Just he's a social media influencer. He does really good commentary. And here is this Matt fellow, average American fellow, interviewing Eric Trump. And what's interesting about this interview is that unlike corporate media where everything is edited down to 30 seconds and they add music or whatever. They cut out the good stuff. This was just a very relaxed conversation. And it gives us a lot of insight as to who Trump the man is. Trump the father. This is Matt Attack, social media influencer, interviewing Eric Trump on what it's like to be a kid growing up in Donald Trump's household. Take a look at this. What's up? Look who we ran into. Eric Trump, crazy. One question for you. When I look at father and son relationship and a man, you, I like to look at what a man does by the family he raises. When you look at the Bidens and their family, it's a stark contrast between you and your family. What's your favorite father-son story? You know what, I think, I think maybe one anecdote about my father every single day, I've told the story a couple times, but every day I'd go to school, and I was five years old, four years old, you know, six years old, I'd walk into his room, I'd give him a kiss. Um, Eric, no drinking, no drugs, no smoking. No drinking, no drugs, no smoking, and you better get good grades, he said exactly like that. And, um, and he's a guy who always, you know, pushed us to 
to do great things, to work extremely hard. We were on construction sites at a very young age, learning kind of the, the tools of the trade that we would ultimately go into. And he believed in hard work, but he believed in pushing his kids. Um, and um, and he spoiled us, obviously, in the, the we lived in great houses were warm houses we were always fed but he also made us work if, if we weren't in school we were working we were on construction sites we were doing electrical work we were doing hvac work we were cutting rebar with acetylene torches i mean we were doing it all and um he made us work and he made us understand the value of a dollar and it single-handedly i think the greatest you know thing that could have ever happened to us and he was single-handedly the greatest father that we could have ever had and it kept us as grounded as we could have been and um i was never doing crack um i was you know if you if you opened up my laptop right now you would not find what hunter has on his laptop you'd find a bunch of nice pictures of my little four-year-old and my little six-year-old you know wrestling together but um you know that would have never been allowed that would never ever ever been allowed in our, our family and um and um yeah he raised us right he did a phenomenal job and uh you know I, I i hope to emulate him now that i'm a father i hope to emulate um the great job he did in all of us do you think about that when you raise and spend time with your kids like how much does that impact how you raise your family yeah there's no question and, and raising kids is hard yeah right it's, it's it's uh it's a tough balance you know um you, you want to make them happy at the same time you don't want them to be spoiled brats and um you know he, he figured out that balance in us and um again made us work um made us desire made us want to achieve um you know pushed us pressed us um maybe sometimes past the point of comfort mm. right you know threw us into situations where he allowed us to kind of sink or swim and allowed us to actually um you know hopefully um you know, excel um, in an area that we might not have known that we would have otherwise been able to excel in. And um, he's a really remarkable man, did a phenomenal job for this country. And um, I couldn't be more proud of, of where he stands right now um, in, in the presidential race. I can't, you know, I couldn't be more proud of what he's accomplished in his life. Um, I think he's going to go down as the greatest president we've ever had. And uh, hopefully uh, tonight he gets rewarded for, uh, for all of it. Hope your um, kids say that about you one day, too. Yeah. Thank you. That'd be my greatest wish. Yeah. Th thank you. Thank you what a much. great interview, right? What a great interview. Citizen journalism. Hoorah. You know, average guy in the street happens to do well, uh, making a name for himself in social media, unrestricted by corporations, able to get through all the filters make his points, then he gets a, an opportunity to grab the president's son, Eric Trump, and have a real conversation about who Donald Trump really is as a man, as a father. You know, those are, those are the things that you look for when you're looking for leadership. What kind of father were you? You know, what kind of father were you? How did you raise your children? And it sounds to me, in the four years, how, how many scandals did the Trump children get in? None. I'll tell you, uh, what turned for me, because up until in the 2016 elections, what really turned things around for me and made me take Trump seriously as a president was listening to Ivanka Trump at, I believe it was the uh, Republican National Convention. And the way that she described her father, it was so self-evident that she was speaking her truth, as people say, her truth. And you just got the feeling that the way that he is portrayed in the media is completely different from the way he really is as a human being, but we're never allowed to see that. Now, can you imagine if you had Rachel Maddow and Joy Reid listening to that interview? They would be vomiting all over the place. They would be puking because it would completely destroy their own psyched-up inner, inner world of how they view Donald Trump, which is to say that they view him as Lucifer himself. 
So that's just interesting. One of the key walkaways from Iowa. Now we've got New Hampshire coming up here in a few days. How do you think he's going to do? I wouldn't be surprised if he pulled out another sweet victory, a big victory. I think with every passing state election or whatever, they are the Democrats are getting more and more worried. There's word out in the street now that Obama is worried about Joe Biden. He's got his peeps out there stumping, saying, you know, this is not going to work out well. This will not bode well. Great advice coming from Jamie Dimon, who is at Davos in Switzerland. We'll get to some of that a little bit later. But here's a clip of Jamie Dimon saying he's rebuking the Democrats. He's rebuking the Democrats and their strategy to cast people who support Trump as evil or somehow lesser human beings. And he's saying enough is enough. Take a look at this interchange of Jamie Dimon talking amongst... Jamie Dimon, by the way, is one of the richest executives in the world. And his company made billions and continues to make billions and billions of dollars. Take a listen to Jamie Dimon and his advice to the Democrats. I wish the Democrats would think a little more carefully when they talk about MAGA. When people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting... And they're basically scapegoating them, that you are like him... Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. Now, if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He was kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm-hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, Trade, China ta- virus. Tax reform worked. Mm-hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't th- I don't like no, what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. When he, when he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about I Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done quite and, and, you know, the it. Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, not, hugging on to their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? Jimmy, and, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. want to mention that he's worth $1.9 billion as the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase. Uh, and he's a Democrat. That's what makes that whole interchange interesting is that he's a Democrat. Let's uh, take a look at. Look at the ferocity of Biden now. This is the new and improved Joe Biden running for the president in 2024 and his resounding message. You know, it's kind of funny. All these Republican candidates in the primary trying to beat Donald Trump. I'm still the only person to ever beat Donald Trump. And I'm looking forward to it again for the good of this country. You know that 60 percent of young people believe that Biden did not win the election. 60 percent. That's up from the beginning. We've got so much to cover on the program today. It's unbelievable. We've got sound bites. We've got some clips from Davos that are going to probably blow you away. Uh, we've got what's trending. We've got great guests coming up. We're going uh, <laughs> to. Do I have time to play this? I think I do. Uh, I will save it for the next segment. A gentleman out in Montana where it's minus 16 degrees today talking about the need for windmills and solar panels. So we'll get to all that. We've got a good show for you. I want you to hang out, you and I, talking about things that really matter here on Speaking Out. I'm Jim Watkins. We'll be right back. Stay tuned.